Hey, this is War Chief Dolva, and you're listening to the Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice podcast. I'd keep listening if I were you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's all right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dungeons, Dragons, and Dice. I am your friendly DM, Peter. And uh, let's pick up where we last left off. Um, the The party had made their way through the Zilgal Tangle, but not without some roadblocks, let's just say, in the size of a large, gigantic, crystallized boar. After fighting the boar and uh, torching it, the party decided to move on throughout the tangle towards the outer, uh, the, the easternmost part of the Zilgal Tangle. The They came across a Yuan-Ti temple and decided to decided to loot it and to bring something back to to war chief Dalva, which Wawatesi, Borok, Thode, Danasi, and Gen both admitted, all admitted that it wasn't going to be a very pretty discussion when they got back. After getting a few rules, like don't speak out of turn towards the war chief, they moved on. Yes, I, that was specifically for you. Uh, the as the team entered uh, the the Temravi Plains, Wawatesi spotted off in the in the distance a knoll. After Wawatesi turned into a horse, Borok jumped on her back, and they moved north north <laughs> northwest out. Um, about eighty feet out, they saw a campfire with multiple knolls sitting around and yipping and barking. They decided to turn back around and head back into the Bloodhand tribe encampment. When they arrived, War Chief Dolva was less than excited to see them be so delayed, where Borok and him had a quick discussion, and Dol- War Chief Dolva explained that the Komodan dynasty and the gnolls, the gnolls in the area, were kind of pincering them in. When Borok made a suggestion that Thode should become a Thane, Dolva reminded him that he makes the decisions around here and then dismissed him from his tent. And that's where we are. Borok, you're walking out into the night sky. The It is a little bit later after your discussion and you see that you have... Uh, the, the, the campfire is starting to die down a bit and people are going back into their tents. Um, gang, where are the, where are the rest of you? Oh, shoot. Um, <clears throat> oh, well, I guess, uh, I guess that's it. Time to, uh, time to have a long rest. I like sleeping. <sighs> <laughs> yes, you still are a horse. You, you went off, so of course. Um, so Borok, as you're exiting the tent, you see your uh, your horse 
friend ally and the rest of your <laughs> the rest of your group kind of sitting around this dying down pyre the you look up and the the night sky is lit up beautifully there's not a cloud in the sky but you feel that gentle fall breeze for for the area so it's less than a little bit warm um there you go guys <sighs> anybody want to go hunt? Oh, there it is anybody want to go hunt some gnolls uh, oh Well, uh, no, but I need to go hit something. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think if we attack them in the morning, they will be sleeping and it'll be easier to do? I mean, that's some logic, but uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, don't give me. A, let's get a drink. Campfire drink. So as you guys get uh, towards the campfire, you, you nestle down on these uh, pretty much just cut logs. And uh, Borak, you know you know exactly where everyone keeps their their stores of wine skins, and you're able to find one not too far off from the, uh, the campfire. It never strays too far from the campfire. Uh, you grab it. And you uncork it, and it smells a little fruity. It seems like something that was probably fermented from the Zilgal Tangle brought over here. It will do. I'll take a big drink. I'll keep drinking. <laughs> and keep drinking. He All keeps taking right. it. I want you to make a constitution saving throw for me. All right. Oh, he's not going to feel well after this. Uh, nine. I nine. Not. You're starting to feel a little buzzed just by taking down this drink. And Borok, what you notice is when you're looking around, Thode, Danassi, and Gen, they aren't around. They're. It seems pretty quiet in the tent, uh, in the in the in the the encampment, and everyone seems to be nestling down, except for a few usual guards that you see walking around. Uh, all right. Well, that's the good stuff. Let's have a seat. Figure out what we're doing from here. So, uh, yeah, here you go. I'll throw the skin. I'll throw the skin at him. When you throw the skin over, Grior, <laughs> when you get it, you feel it's. It's almost it's almost empty. He's been uh, you usually carry stuff with you anyway, so Yeah, you still have you, you probably have like thirty percent left of your your skin that you got filled up in Armazal. Uh, you've been rationing it while you're in the, uh, the, the tangle. Well, Tessie, have you ever drank ale before? 
Oh yeah, you have. Okay, so yeah, you you don't have to. So you you guys effectively all finish it off, and uh, now you're just sitting there in the silence. The fire's crackling. Right. Oh, oh. <clears throat> I'm gonna wait. Well, are you not a horse anymore? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Sorry. I want to take out my own. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ed. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go see. Uh, we're going to go see Torva. Right now. Let's go. I just start walking. Walking towards this down. Griorn, when you ask who's Torva, it's too late. Borok's already starting to walk off. And uh, he's heading towards this tent that isn't like a traditional teepee style, but is surrounded by dried flowers hanging and um, skull, little skulls kind of placed outside. Uh, you, Borok, you know that every time Shaman Torva uh, travels with you guys, she always brings every one of her things for rituals um it seems <laughs> yeah if you want there you go <laughs> yeah but i took off on the camp <laughs> not in the city or place <laughs> that you can get killed in yeah sorry I'm a little stumbly, and uh, I'll look back and go. Give me the, uh, give me the, the stone, the, the the dagger, or whatever the fuck it is. I'm not gonna fucking throw it. It was one time. Sure, and then uh, Borok, as you turn around, you notice that there's no, there's no lamp or firelight coming from within the tent. And it's pretty still. It is a little late at night. Um, what are you gonna do? I'm running. I'm just walking in. I'm half cut, so I'm just. Yeah. Thing. All right. <laughs> you. Torva. Torva. You barge through and you see. We gotta Torva. see. You see Torva like laying on her bedroll, and she wakes up, and this, uh, if this elderly, half elf female you know with this this long gray hair it's kind of all tied up now and so messy from the sleep and she's like what what why are you coming into my tent late at night it's important it's important this thing uh it keeps attaching to stuff and growing uh i'll just toss it in front of her we found it and uh, it, started out, it started out as a small uh i don't know geode and 
and then uh, we put it in a pocket with his dagger and now it's grown all around it and it, it just keeps spreading hold on hold on hold on wawa tessie get the light over there for me sweetheart please and you see like torva's trying to adjust to the light she's so groggy still asleep and she's like all right okay let's take a look now and the you guys unrolled the blanket and the and the daggers in it right is that was that what you did exactly yeah okay so it's, it's sitting kind of in front of her bedroll and she sits up and kind of crosses her legs and immediately no, like heard from Griorn's warning not to touch it uh she's just studying it a little bit and uh, then turns around and kind of grabs in this bag and pulls out a little bit of sage and um, lights it on the fire that Wawatesi just lit that little candle and starts to like just make circles around it and is chanting something that you don't necessarily really understand, but you know from your time growing up and seeing her Borok is that, you know, she's trying to commune with something. And... Um, as she keeps looking around, uh, she stops. Like, almost immediately, just still. And she goes, Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Where, where did you find this? Well, what test you found it? Uh, it while back in the... Was it in, was it in the temple? Where... where, where all right, Tusks, all right. Come here, what would Tessie tell me? Speak up, child. Right, 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 okay. And this, was it attached to anything? Aye, right. Right. Well, this is some very ancient magic. Very, very ancient magic. The spirits of the forest are screaming out. Nature doesn't like this. Well, what? What should we do about it? What? What does it mean? What? Why does it keep taking over everything that is? touching and almost like like that she goes I don't know maybe she'll find out but you might want to be a little more careful where you're putting this do you so, want me uh, you won't need to be keeping this I, I don't want to keep it I, we don't we don't need it right anybody we Okay, all right. Um, okay. Now, you didn't see nothing else with us on it, did you? Well, uh... Yeah. Boars? A boar, yeah. Living? Well, not dead. But it was living. And what did you do, what did you do with it after you... We burnt you it. You exposed of it. All right, all right. Right, right. 
if leave this dagger with me so I can take a little more time with that. But if you see any more of this, you gotta let me know. This isn't natural. The spirits do not like this. I figured it was something like that. I well, what Tessie, but sometimes the pretty things are the most dangerous, just like me. And she like winks at you. All right. Well, uh, anyway, uh, thanks for, uh, uh, sorry, sorry. I I, I just barged in here. Uh, Oh, thanks for disturbing my sleep. You know, I was having a good time. I don't have many few years left and, you know, I just wanted to enjoy as much rest as I possibly could, but fine. Thanks for coming in. I mean, you're, you're half elf. You don't really need to sleep that much. Uh, The human part of me wants to. Would you by any chance have uh, some some of that some herbs that you know help us sleep help me could help me sleep tonight? <laughs> she turns around, kind of like goes through her sack and pulls out uh, this this little leaf, and she just says it's kind of like uh, it's it's pretty much like a little bit. It tastes a little minty on your on your tongue but if you put it and you just let it you rest it on the tongue you'll fall asleep no problem no problem at all thank you no problem here she only gives you one yeah um now is there anything else i could talk to you uh that you need help with or can i you know go back to sleep anybody No. Oh, I mean, I've been around. I've learned a little bit of uh, information if you want to be. But, you know, it's uh, it's a different time. I mean, if you I, I know where you're from, you don't have to tell me. Eh, you're all right. You're tolerable. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, <laughs> well, thank you very much. We'll uh, we'll leave you be, and uh, I'll just walk out. Uh, before you go, Wawa Tessie, could you come stay back for a second? Take a seat. Take a seat, please. How? Right in front of me, please. Just you know. On the ground. Thank you. Okay. Uh, you've been studying with the, the druidic arts, have you? Have you been feeling nature a lot lately? I'm surprised you didn't notice anything different with us. She kind of takes your hand and grabs your hand and you you see like this old wrinkled hand kind of grasp over yours and goes, you need to be trusting your nature a little bit more. I know what you got in you. And the spirits tell me too. Just 
Just remember. <laughs> just remember to always listen to the spirits. They'll they'll call out to you. Okay. Ah, you're okay for a full-blooded elf. And she takes her hand up and just pats you on the cheek, and she's like, "All right, off you go now, love." And blow out the candle when you're leaving. Thank you. And as you exit the tent, the rest of the group that was waiting there for you, and um, yeah, you're out. And it's in the, still a little bit. Not uh, the conversation didn't take too long. It was just a quick in and out, and it's still late at night. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morning. First thing in the morning, we're going after those gnolls. We're just going after the fucking gnolls, all right? Okay. Yes. I'm going to bed. I'm just going to walk into my tent. Oh, goodness. All right. <laughs> what are you guys doing now when, when Borok storms off and just goes into one one of his tents that he it's always been there you got bed rolls Wawatesti you do have a tent I'm going to say Wawatesti's got one Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, religion check. You're hearing nothing, buddy. No, no thooms in your heart. Well, you know, I mean, they're not awake right now, but there are some uh, weapons experts uh, in the morning that you could probably speak with and uh, ha- take some time for the first half of the day to train it, if you'd like. We can stay by one of the fires tonight if we don't have a tent. Your tent is on the smaller scale, usually a one person. Great. I don't. I don't feel comfortable sleeping alone in a strange place full of angry drunk war- drunk warriors. Yeah, let's do that. 
Ist. Okay. Okay, thanks. I shouldn't have to worry about being rolled over a pond, do I? Oh. Oh. Well, I usually like a, you know, a two meter distance apart, you know, like sleeping distancely, if, if I could say. That'd be great. Yes. Okay. And I will, I will kind of doze off by reading my potion book and maybe a little bit of my spell book and stuff, and uh, attempt to learn some new spells overnight. As you crawl into the the tent, um, it is definitely tight quarters. Uh, you you nestle in uh, right up against Griorn uh, as the as the little spoon and just by a little light a little little bit of candlelight you're reading your books while Griorn is snoring in the background and uh it's his axe he's <laughs> and um after a while the snoring almost just turns into a, a lullaby and you you goes <laughs> off to sleep um, Borok, you stumble into your tent while you heard them discussing in the time, and you throw you kind of like throw your stuff down to the ground and you just put that leave and you press it on your tongue, and you like you're out, like you immediately just go right to sleep. Um, like half on my bedroll. <laughs> oh, you aren't even even touching like a legs yeah. on it. That's it. Like, yeah, <laughs> Wawatessi, uh, where are you? Where are you nestling down for the night? by the fire okay so you you kind of curl up and it kind of reminds you of your first few nights in the uh, with the blood hands you never were really given a lot of movement in the first uh, little bit of times or a lot of property let's be honest and uh you slept by the fire often and this almost is like a little bit of a welcoming feeling for you and the, the warmth of the fire, even though it's dying down a bit, moves you off to sleep. Um, well, Tessie, while you're sleeping, though, um, you you have these you have this this dream of of these little creatures. When when I mean creatures, I mean like they almost don't even take shape. They're like very shadowy and they're moving in and out of tall grass and some of them are playing. Some of them are digging up the earth, but they're tiny. They're absolutely minuscule. 
and that's all you remember. No, it just looks like a a, a sea of grass uh, of tall grass. Um. All right. The next morning, you wake up and there's a. Uh, there's some overcast. You uh, this, there's a little bit of rays of light coming out from the. Uh, yeah, I'm kicking boots at five, like before sun is, sun's up. Okay, so Borok, you managed to get up from your your slumber, and you're not feeling a hundred percent. You got a little, you got a little bit of that dull and pain in the background, but you get up before the sun's even up. Uh, you see your usual, uh, you see your usual group of people, which are you know the the some of the things that are assigned to guard the the camp overnight. They're they kind of give you just a a nod and. You move on. You move towards the, the. Where are you moving? Sorry, uh, going towards the fire. I'm assuming I'd see Walwatessi there. I know where tent is. So you do see. Uh, you go to the tent, and instead of seeing Walwatessi, you see mm-hmm. Griorn spooning Perry and holding him a bit. And Perry is spooning his book, and it's like a three way spoon. Um, you uh, <laughs> are you waking them up? I'm kick. I'll kick him in the boot. let's go we're going hunting i don't know about you folks but uh i think we leveled up oh wow things now you you folks i know you two might be very very impressed with what i can do now no more misuse yeah. of sleep. Tell you what. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, oh get we'll your stuff ready. We're leaving ten. It, it ten. No breakfast. You know what? You got jerky, Perry. I'll walk out with fire, and if, well, I'll see if I, where's Walla Tessie. You believe him? Are you ready yeah. to go? You making your way over to her? Yeah. All right. So you make your way over. She's kind of cat nap, like curled up by the fire. Uh, and Tessie, you feel uh, a little little boot to the to the foot, and it's a uh, borok w- uh, over top of you. Yeah. Well, right now is not the time for commanders. Put your stuff ready. We're leaving ten. We're going to hunt those knolls. Yeah, we don't need them. I'll wait impatiently, kind of pacing, and then when we're ready to go, we'll go. When, while you're waiting for everyone to, uh, to pace uh, while, while you're you're pacing around, and everyone's kind of getting their stuff together and clearing out, uh, or probably drying off the the, the drool from Wawatessi's pillow. Unfortunately, in the in the tent, um, you hear a voice. Yeah, you know what? It's okay. I sleep. I sleep terribly. 
I'm a snorer and that. But anyways, that's aside. Borok, you hear a voice behind you saying, um, uh, where do you think you're going? Going to get that no camp. And you turn around and you see it's War Chief Dolva kind of sitting on a log uh, just in front of his uh, his tent. And he says, you think you're going to clear that with me before? Well, I was going to just bring it back for you afterwards. Toss you the heads. Come on. Come inside. We got to talk. <sighs> All right. Go when sit you guys, by the fucking fire. All right. What's with this? What's with all this? This uh, tough act you got going on. This ain't you. Oh, yeah. Sir, I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense the last couple of days. And, uh, you know, we didn't, uh, I didn't fulfill my duties while I was out there. And I'm just a little frustrated with myself, if I'm going to be serious. I wanted to go and get an early start, and I wanted to bring you back the heads of those knolls. Show you I'm, I haven't lost a step. I can still do this. Well, I appreciate that, but you know... Poor Hill, she's still out there doing that stuff too. Right? That's fine. And nothing against Tor Hill. But... And I appreciate the, the the attitude, the want to go out and impress me. But do you know what's happening to our people? Do you really know what's happening to our people? I mean, as much as I can, you you said the knolls were approaching on the camp. I thought if I take if I take, take a few out, that's going to help. For the couple of times you guys have been gone, you know the Komodon Dynasty's been uh, poking their heads around in our raiding parties. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. They've been... Uh, Let's just say they've been wanting us to uh, to adapt to their style of uh, society. You know, they're trying to push us. They're pushing us further and further to the waste, boy. And you know exactly what's going on there. There's well, nothing yeah. for our people. What do you want us to do? Like what? We gotta fight back. I should have just let those wanty fucking attack on resolve. Yeah, damn it. Just want to try and get some money and supplies or something. Fuck. Hey, hey, hey. What happened happened, but what you do now is the biggest part. Remember that. Now, the gnolls, yeah, they're scavenging off of us. They're keeping encroaching on our lands. 
They've been coming in from the wastes. Now they're trying. They're becoming bolder. I don't know what's going on with them, but uh, you know the Comodon Dynasty as well are trying to push us toward the waste, which means we're running in with these knolls more and more often. Now, I want you to make a decision, son. This is a proper one. And it ain't gonna be an easy one. You let me know what you want to do. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. Alright. Think about it. I think that uh I think this is a little out of the box. But uh the Knowles have a leader. We know of any sort. Hell, if I know, I know they've just been working together in packs like those fuckers usually do. But yeah. you could always find out. And I know the Comodon Dynasty's got a few of their people coming around, you know, looking after some of the farming villages we hit, but, uh, Honestly, we're stuck between two difficult situations right now. Seems like it. Well, wherever I go, I want to take this new crew I got with me. Put them through their paces. Yeah, the little one and the other littler one. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you something. What's your plans with the tribe? You still going to be Thane? You said you wanted Thode to be a Thane. Now you're, uh, you seem to be gallivanting around with these people who aren't really a part of our uh, little cadre. Sir, I'm just doing exactly what I was supposed to. Bringing in new blood. I'm making sure that we can live on and we have... More ranks here. How we'll many dwarves? And, how many dwarves and halflings do you see in this camp? Uh, well, sir, I'm not really too racially suspicious. If I'm going to be honest with you, I don't care if they're black, blue, yellow, one tall, short. I don't give a shit. If they're going to help us out, that's all that matters to me. Right. By the way, I made a decision. All right. What is it? Thog's going to become a thing, but he's also taking Danassi and Gen with him, too. I figured as much. That's fine. I don't want you to think like this is some sort of demotion or some sort of punishment, but I need you to focus on whatever you got going on right now. And you make your decision when uh, you're good and ready. All right. Now, blood hand. Now, if you want to do with the, the Comodons or the Knolls, that's up to you. But uh, bring me back some good news. All right. Well. All right. I guess I'll figure it out. 
Now get out of here, boy. Just remember, you didn't do the wrong thing. And uh, I need you to know that I'm not going anywhere. This cop is my home. And, uh, this is my top priority. I right. just, I'm just trying to trying to help it out the best I can. I don't. I know the rest of the things deal with things a little more bloodthirsty, but sometimes, uh, sometimes peace is the way out too. You're a different breed, boy. It's your half blood, but you get things done. I can't complain. Yes, sir. Now go on. All right. I'll turn and leave respectfully. Grior and Perry, uh, what what were you guys doing during that conversation? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if he's in trouble or something. Do you think do you think they're going to give us other warriors to come help us with this? Because, you know, more people is equal safety, right? I, that, there's some sense in that. I think so. Taking a long time in there, I see. While you guys are, while Perry's whistling by the the embers of a of a stoked out fire, you see the 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 tent doors open up um, or the flap up, and then you see Borok coming through there. Uh, how'd it go there, bud? Honestly, uh, better than I thought. Take a seat. What seat? I'm already sitting take down. Take a seat. We're we're all well. All right. <laughs> so sure. I'll take a seat. You were standing. That's messed up. <laughs> you take it easy, young lady. <laughs> well, was that a laugh? Yeah. It Are you was. feeling better, Brock? A little bit. Yeah. Got some good direction or what? Well, that's where you guys come in. We're gonna pick our own direction. So, we won't be seeing Thode and Nassie again uh, with us for the next trip, which I figured as much. I put it forward that Thode should become a Thane, and uh, that forward notion has been accepted. So, oh, uh, the rest of the team, that part of the team is going to be going with him. Now, I put my neck out and told, uh, told Dover that I want you guys to come with me. If that's still something that you want. So, are we a part of like your tribe? And you're the Thane person? Yeah, let's just say you're uh Cool. I mean, I do yeah. uh, I do need to travel south and check out those uh, mountains, but uh, I'm always up for a good story along the way. Uh, when when are we gonna have- be leaving? Am I going to have time to practice with my double-sided scimitar? Oh, we can we can wait here another day too and get our get our wits about us and pack, repack and do whatever we need to do. Is there more liquor? I'm not in that much of a hurry. What's that? Is there more liquor? Oh yeah, it's, we got lots in the camp. Aye, well then I'll stay as long as we need. All right. Well. I got to level with you guys. Uh, things are looking a little more dire here than I 
than I originally thought. Uh, the Commandant Dynasty's starting to push us towards the Wastes, and that's where the uh, those dog people live, and they're pushing back, and they're starting to surround us too. We have a couple options. Uh, none of them the that town? are. We're not going back to the town. No. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't really know what to do. So I'm hoping for a, a group, a group think session here. Now, I've got this wild idea that maybe the uh, the Knowles might have a leader. And if we uh, can join up with that leader and form some sort of front, we might be able to push push back the Commodore Dynasty. Give us a little bit more time, and then the both species get to keep living the way we are. But uh, I have no... Diplomacy. Uh, well, I do like diplomacy before violence, unrealistically. What's diplomacy? But uh, at the same time, we might be able... We might run into whatever drove they have and they'd come down on us with uh you know without thinking about it so there's that next we can start picking off small commodan military groups we'll figure out a way to push them back or we leave this all together and the clan goes by the wayside and that's that there's a bigger problem. What's oh, that? That wild magic. That's going to take over everybody. I think that everybody. is a bigger problem. So maybe that might be something to use with the Commodore Dynasty. We might be able to bring that to their attention. See if they'll stop pushing our way and maybe start figuring out what the fuck's going on with that forest or, or this geodes or whatever the fuck's going on here. So there lies our options. Now, as a leader, I am someone that does value opinions of others, especially my team. So now's the time to you have an open floor. Talk to me about what you want to do. Well, I, uh, as stated, would like to go to the southern mountains and search for something. Maybe it has something to do with what's going on with the geodes. I don't know. But I am, I'm here to learn. And uh, in the interim, I'm here to fight because, boy, I like getting my axes bloody. All right. I thought you were going to say you like getting your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you, who's laughing? Enough of that. Peter, what I know of south is uh, any direction that, so like to the waste or is it? So know, the the wastes are the wastes are east the easternmost part of the uh, of the uh, of Temravi Plains and that spans from northeast to southeast. Okay. Um, you know that like the deserts they they do there's a little bit of uh, of transition between the Temravi Plains into the deserts so that is further south. All right. Maybe we'll, we'll find we'll find the knolls on the way. Yeah, we might be able to do that. Two knolls, one stone. 
<laughs> well, as long as I think this is the best way for me to be able to collect all the herbs and maybe discover more stuff. And reality is, is few folks kind of with me or with me with you. It's kind of the safest way for me to do so. So this is really exciting for me. Plus, we get to cuddle. Oh no! It was pretty you doing there. I won't. I won't lie. Sis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh goodness what have I done the squishies like to cuddle oh good wait, wait what I'm not I am hard as a rock I've been I've well, gained a few put that away. goodness <laughs> I didn't think I thought this was getting a little tight on me now but I didn't think it was that bad oh boy oh to do more to do more walking that's what we gotta do Maybe uphill. Yeah. <laughs> My exercise going. Have less second breakfasts. That's all. Mm, oh, secondsies. Okay. Do like he. We both like second breakfasts. He. <laughs> so, what's the plan then? When are we leaving? Well, let's take a day. While Tessie's got some stuff to do here, I'm gonna go resupply. tomorrow. We'll leave first thing. Greg, oh, there he goes. Sorry, this, the scene went all weird. Just yep. want to let you know. Hot keys as I was typing. So what are you guys, what are you guys doing? I'm going to learn how to use my double scimitar. All right. So let's, let's, let's resolve Wawa Tessie first. So well, Tessa, you know that generally in every one of uh, the Bloodhands encampments as they travel through, generally have a a weapons master of of one one way or another, and that you can f- you you definitely found one, which is the half elven female who is currently uh, loosing arrows towards a a um, attack dummy. And you remember uh, this person as um, as Emiel, and she is one of the more proficient weapons experts in the tent. She has long blonde hair and uh, pale skin with piercing blue eyes, and she is currently just holding a gigantic longbow and shooting it in towards a uh, attack dummy. Is she hot though? I mean, she looks nice. <laughs> Ooh, how do you spell her name? Emiel is M E M. Sorry, I M E L I E L. M E M E L. Or sorry, M E L. Yeah, it's weird. The, the middle L is silent. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna walk up to her and give her a little <laughs> uh, compliment on her shooting skills. What are you going to say? <laughs> I don't know. Hot shot. <laughs> I mean, 
I was going to say something about the way her, she holds her two fingers on the string. What? <laughs> without, even, without even looking at you, she just goes, Why are you blushing? <laughs> <laughs> without I'm even, trying to without flirt even... with her, okay? I'm like <laughs> getting into the character here, okay? <laughs> without even looking, she goes, well, that's quite a way to say hello, Wawatessi. How are you? <laughs> um, I was wondering if you could help me out with something. With? <laughs> um, I would like to learn how to use the du my double-bladed scimitar. And you've been just using the one side this whole time, have you? Yes. Oh, right. Come here. Give me the weapon. Hesitantly hand it to her. Well, your hand's quite shaky. I hope you're not like this in combat. She takes it away from you, and you see her immediately start to just... Just like she's spinning it around, like just super quick, and uh, to either side, and then she's like, and now you see, this is what we like to call a defensive stance, and now you will push into and that she says push she grabs it deftly and pushes it right in towards the attack dummy and that is what we like to call a kill do you understand that you know like fluttered and be like um uh wow <laughs> now you give it a try <laughs> so so what well, Tessie what I need you to do is uh make a dexterity check please So you're a little shaky with it, but you're trying to copy the maneuver of her spinning it in a defensive pattern and then ending it with a combo of stabbing in. But you kind of stab off the mark a bit and you just take a little bit of chunk of the hay that of this uh, attack dummy off. Not And she kind of goes, all right, that's uh, that's not exactly a kill, but we're, we're working on it. Um, okay. And she says, okay, let's take a look at the next maneuver. And she takes she takes the double scimitar from you, and she knocks the back up to slice up the side of it, and then she spins it around and brings it down as another cut across the abdomen, and uh, says, all right, now after you. Now do another dexterity check. <laughs> 14. And this time you actually manage to get that one. It's more of a simpler movement and you know, you have the quick slice and then you have the quick slice across the abdomen and she goes, not bad, not bad. All right, let's work on this a little bit. And so while that happens, we're going to zoom out and who wants to go next <laughs> on what they're doing in the camp for the day. Um, we're here for the, we're hundred percent here for the day. We're not going anywhere. Borok. Uh, That's correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, but you go ahead. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look around camp and I'm gonna see if I can maybe brew a potion here. I don't know if if we have a full day. I'm gonna see if I can combine some ingredients, a little distill, and, and do something. Uh, have the time. I'm gonna look around this camp to see if that's an option today. Uh, yeah. Uh, you try and ask around the camp first, and. It'll 
there's not a lot of response to you. People are still a little standoffish. They haven't really seen a halfling too much in uh, the Timravi Plains. Uh, people keep kind of pointing you in one direction and you uh, look around, but uh, they eventually, you start mentioning herbs to enough people and they point you right directly back to Shaman Torva. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, you, you have the option of going to Shaman Torva and she'll probably know where you can or what you can do with your, your items. Okay, great. Hello. Now, it's not in the middle of the day and Torva's awakened uh, and she's kind of sitting cross-legged in uh, in middle of a ritual and as you poke your head in, hello, she goes, oh, you scared me in the middle of my in the middle of my ritual. What could I do for you? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, nope, nope, that's okay. Just uh, finish what you're doing and uh, I'll come back. You just No, just no, no, sit. come in, come in, please. Oh, okay, thanks. Hello. Um, I was I was wondering, so I kind of, I've been collecting some items and herbs and stuff and I kind of, I would like to try and make a potion and from what I understand, this is the this is the place to come. So, hi, I was, no, I, I deal, I deal. Well, first of all, what's your name? Oh, goodness, I'm so rude. My name is Perry, Perry Longboffin. Oh, Perry, nice to meet you. <laughs> and uh, I, you're correct. I do work with the herbs every now and then. Um, what do you have in front of me? Okay, I managed to find uh, a half of a jawbone here. I managed to find uh, this is a vial of moss and stuff. Um, I have a couple twilight wormwoods, which is this like blackish purple mushroom. Um, I have some jungle vines and and such, and that's what I've. Yeah, what do you think I could do with some of this stuff? Hmm. I, think I, have, I have a burns root too. This little thing. There you go. Ooh. Aye. Yeah, the burns are... I think that's... You, you could definitely grind that down into something there. Uh, the moss... I mean, it is quite damp. You need to dry it out a little bit. Get into a little... Uh, prepared... Uh, uh, to, pretty much you have to grind it down to put it into uh, a poultice or something. Um okay. The jawbone, the jawbone. Uh, you know, you could probably put that in. Uh, that you know, bones in our culture is making things stronger. You know. Do you understand okay. what I mean there? And what else did you uh, have, Cory? I, I have the burns roots. I have the oh, I ha and I have just have a jungle of vines. There's spikes on it. Ooh, sharp just found this Ooh. and I thought that's nice that's nice uh, the brute I think it's going to be a base for a potion so you could use that root uh, not the root sorry the vine as a base for that and then uh, you might be able to mix the moss in to do what we like to call it is a uh a night sight it gives you a little bit of a sight during uh, the night you know what that I mean you don't have a problem with that do you no I can't see at night 
had to use I had, I had to yeah I have to I have to use my magic to do so I'm sorry I thought you were a gnome <laughs> oh that's sorry. So, oh thank you because they're usually taller than um, halflings so thank you that's really nice of you to say right and you know it's that night vision you have that will be good going into some of the more uh subterranean uh, areas a little bit on the mountainside around here there's uh there's there's a few things in the cave called uh, clinger caps and then if you 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 mix it with a flower uh, found in the jungle uh, it's uh it's a pretty powerful potion oh I, I forget what the flower is it ah uh, oh it's silvery uh it's uh Oh, I don't know. My old mind's going on me. In the Sally Kate. That's it. Yes. Ah, okay. Okay. So you, you can break that down. Do you have one? Um, I would like it. I'd like to insight check her to see if like she's being nefarious and wants to steal. <laughs> if she's like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, first time rolling this dice. It's a brand new one. It, uh, mm. just... Oh, no. Oh no no no! Uh, I immediately into jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I rolled a combined five. From what you see, she's not being nefarious at all. Yeah, I have one right here, and I pull out tulip. Okay. Um. So if you take this. And she kind of grabs. She grabs the tulip. Do you mind? Is this all right if I take it? Is it all right? Yeah, sure. Can you can you let go? Your hands are still on it. Let go. Okay, sure. Okay, we're fine. Okay, here you go. You have the tulip, and I don't. And she holds it up. She looks around. And the the light kind of the, the candlelight catches it and it kind of lights up, illuminates a little bit of a silvery glow. And she's like, if you take this and you break it down to the nectar and you put it with a clinger cap, it is supposed to enhance arcane, your arcane accuracy and maybe make things a little bit more potent. Oh, so I need a, a clinger cap, is what you said? A clinger cap, yeah. I came up with the name myself. You, you find them on the walls of caves. Hey, can you explain it to me? Ah, uh, yeah. It well, it it usually grow, grows at an angle and it shoots right up. It's got a long stem and then a flat top, and it's probably about the size of your hand. Well, my hand, your little small hand, because you're a little wee one. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so like one and a half, maybe. Okay. Aye, aye. But here you go. She hands you back the tulip. Oh, thank you. Okay. Right. Well, I gotta find, I gotta find that caps there. Okay. Well, maybe I'll try and uh, dry out this moss and mix it together with the vine spikes today. Oh, yeah, no problem. Oh, okay. Thank you. And I guess I'll try to dry out the vi- like um, uh, vines. I'll just put it next to uh, 
a f- like close to a fire or something like that to speed up its recovery and try and do that for the day. So roll a d20 and just add your proficiency modifier because you're proficient in alchemy. Okay, proficiency modifier is... Oh, I see what that is. <sighs> rolled nine. Nine, so you kind of take the majority of the day making sure you're not putting it too close to the fire and you're working close with Torva as well because this is kind of the only area where you can work to dry things out and and, and work it through it sorry you wanted to do you wanted to dry the the moss out moss yeah as you suggested dry out the moss and then eventually I'd like to mix it with the jungle vines as a so base you- and then try and bring that night's vision you you manage to dry out the moss and you manage to grind it down to a powder so you have like a moss powder now um the the vine was a little difficult you kept pricking your fingers on the thorns um but you you managed to halfway dry it out to bring it and get some of the nectar out you didn't get it full you still got to work on it a little bit okay okay all right so i'm kind of halfway there okay All right. Is that it for you? I guess it takes my day, right? So moving on. Thank you. No worries. Uh, who's up next? Griorn, Borok? Go ahead, Borok. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, you go ahead. I just, uh, I'm just going to do something small just for flavor. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna take my, my studded leather off, and I'm going to try to slice a piece of leather off like a necklace size. And uh, put my orc tusk on the necklace around my neck. Um, that's really all I'm going to do today. And maybe uh, sit down and do some studying in a book of, like, my sculpt studies. Okay. Um, so d- roll, roll your religion check. Okay. Uh, 17. 17 okay so yeah you you managed to once again work into the uh you work you work through the the uh the little bit more of the tablet you get a little more understandings you're still seeing things of uh the desert and stone and you pretty much glean that you all you have and you it's almost like you're just taking time to like meditate on this and understand it more and more and more to like and root it in you no problem you obviously take your your tusk and you you bring it around you put it around your neck um yeah so that's that's pretty much it for your day that's it you good and drink okay finding more drink filling my skin up can we do that before I forget. Yeah, so you, you ask around the camp and you find that near the campfire um, there's this one person. It almost looks like a little little small stall and they have a uh, a large skin filled with something and um, you see it's like more of a of an orc that's kind of behind this thing and he's like seems to be like chopping up and butchering a, most, a more recent kill. Well, oh, excuse, excuse me. Yeah. Uh... What's that wonderful smell I'm smelling? It's, it's ale? It's wine? It's liquor? Yeah. Yeah, that's just uh, berries. 
We get them all, we put them all in, and we ferment them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you think I could I could have some? Yeah. I, ju- I just want to Wait a second. Up. Wait a second. What? What's that on your neck? The, this tusk? Yeah. It's a boar tusk. From the giant boar we destroyed on the way here. Can I have it? Oh. Uh how much Can I uh, have it? How much how much liquor are you gonna give me? Give an extra skin, I'll trade you for two skins full of, of liquor. Um, Fair trade. And I'll hand him the necklace. One and a half. Oh come on. This is a this is this is what I took out with my own hands. This roll roll persuasion. Thirteen. Okay. Um you see this large orc doesn't seem too bright just by the look on his on his face and just goes scratches his head and goes um, okay hey good trade friend by the way my name is Grion Smashstone I'm from the island of Navigawa I also play instruments if ever you uh, need a little ditty I don't like music well they'll probably write many tales of you despite that Nope. Okay. Well, pleasure, friend. Bye. <laughs> he just turns around immediately and just starts just chomping his stuff back up. Okay. Uh, goodbye. Adding my second skin of what was it again? What was the liquor? It was like a. It's just. Fruit it's wine? like a wine. It's like a fruit wine. It's like a sangria. For, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Big tough sangria. Yeah, big tough sangria by by Grop. No, not for Grop. <laughs> um, all right. So Wawatesi, through the day you're still training, and you you think that like you have a, an understanding of of what's gonna happen uh, and how to use the the double bladed scimitar. Um, you, you, you're you're kind of shaky, but Emil kind of looks at you and says, well, I think you've got the basics down. Now you have to put it into practice. Uh, do you think you would be able to go into combat with it? I don't know if you're going to be finding any fights soon. Well, I did learn from the best. Oh, she kind of brushes her hair back behind her ear and says, "Thank you." Um, oh, a horny! Wow! <laughs> no, you thank hear you. that off in the distance. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> like five kilometers away. <laughs> whoa, whoa, horny, horny, horny! <laughs> um, so here you are. Here's your weapon back and. As she hands it over to you, her hand kind of grazes your hand a little bit, and she says, um, be safe out there, and if you need any more lessons, you can you always know where to find me. Well, I mean, we're always moving as as a tribe, but you know where to find me when with the 
try okay goodbye and she like just immediately like <laughs> turns around and walks away goodbye <laughs> is that your flirty goodbye is that what, okay <laughs> all right i'm going to uh uh grab a bowl from my uh my tent and i'm gonna take a walk out now the planes and that stuff would there be an overlook somewhere or uh so rocket dropping or something like that the way you're situated situated right now is that you the 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 encampment is back its back is towards like a um let's just say call it a rocky hill it's like the the outstretch the outstretching parts of the uh scale bearer mountains um there are a few places where people can scout higher up um it's not too high up it's just like a little bit of a few stone steps and roughly made stone steps and you uh you can get up to where that is all right i want to just get up so i can i have a good look at the the valley all right uh as you uh you climb up it it it, it's just a nice sight for you again because you you've grown up here it's just a lovely welcoming sight and it's like a sea of just grass and you can see uh, no, it's a little overcast with a few uh, like god rays coming down, let's say. And uh, the it almost seems like there's waves just with the way the wind is moving, the moving the grass. And uh, so roll an investigation check for me, if you will. Uh, that would be a dirty 20. Dirty 20. All right. So what are you looking for exactly? I'm not really looking for anything. I'm just uh, this is kind of a, a bit of a ritual. Just going up there to, to do. So, so, go ahead. As you're looking out on the on the plains, like you have multiple times before, um, you see the usual. You see a few farming settlements off dotting the distance. Um, you see smoke from a far off campfire, and that seems to be a little bit more towards the northwest um other than that you don't spot anything too weird out of the ordinary you know there are a few carts that are going through uh following the 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 paths you remember these these paths or these these trade routes let's just call them uh from knocking them over as a as a child and you know taking some taking some of the stuff from the raids there um but nothing stands out to you 100 percent. it's just once again a little bit more of a calming right ritual for you well i'm going to uh uh put the bowl down in front of me uh by the edge of the cliff face uh, i'm going to uh take off the top part of my armor and my shirt and i'm going to get on my knees and uh start carving a circle in the dirt with the uh, pick part of my axe and i'm going to grab the earth and put it into the bowl and add uh, a bit of the water that I have in my water skin to it and start mixing around. And I'm going to start drawing lines horizontally across my face and on my chest um, and uh, just kind of mutter a small prayer and, and prepare for what I, uh, I know is going to be coming in the next little bit. Just kind of mentally get ready. Roll a, a religion check for me. 
that's a natural one. So that's two. Oof. You... You seem to be having a little bit of a difficulty focusing. Um, given the discussions that you've had in the past, uh, the past night and, you know, the whole ordeal of getting out of the Zogal tangle it's you're finding it hard to just center yourself into this moment but that doesn't mean you're not resolved you still are strong and you're still preparing yourself for what you know will be happening later later in the day and almost with every movement of your hand of the uh, taking the dust from the, uh, the the earth from the bowl and bringing it across your face and your chest you, you feel the purpose with it all it's just it's just hard to shake off the frustration that you've had these last few times uh, when you've been used to having not let's not say an easy time but you've it's been successful every time you've gone out or it hasn't been as bad as this right and you, you know, just sit up there for a couple hours and just kind of keep an eye and try and get myself centered as possible with that. Yeah. <laughs> with that you, you are just completely still. You're not even bothered by anyone. Uh, the breeze is passing by and as the sun starts to set, you know exactly what's going to be happening. And that is where we'll take a break. Hey, All right. that's a good spot. All right, before we uh, before we leave, folks, we have to give a big shout out to Top Down Tabletop for the follow. Bo Kayas, I hope we're pronouncing that correctly for the follow, and Elo44 for the follow as well. And uh, thank you, Snot Rocket, for letting us know that you couldn't hear our mics. Uh, we've just <laughs> reset up, and uh, it, my hotkeys were all messed up. So, uh, yeah, as usual, it's all my fault. I love you. <laughs> Thanks, right. everyone, for the follow. Snot Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll be back, yeah. we'll, we'll be back in about 10 minutes. Yeah, about 3.30. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back, guys. What's up, guys? We're back after the break. Peter, take it away. Hey, everyone. Uh, Last where we left off, Borok was meditating on top of a of a a cropping of of rocks, I guess I can say, an overlook, and um, was preparing for something. Now, as the sun begins to set, Wabatesi, Borok, Perry, Griorn, you start to hear and the beat starts getting louder and louder. Um, and you hear almost like wailing and chanting from not too far outside of the encampment. Um, there is a little bit of a mixed twilight right now in between the the night and day. And you see torches starting to light up in a circle. Well, it looks like a party's happening. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, it, it should... Is Should it in the same afraid? direction of the 
camp of what are those things called again? The no, no it's it's us. No, it's us. I bet you it's a ritual it's to us. send us on the hunt. It's us. Okay. <laughs> Where are we going? Yeah, just follow me. Now, Borok, are you still wearing your armor? No. No. So Borok is now without the top half of his armor, um, bare chested and walking towards this uh, drum beat. What's, and what's awesome about that is so am I, because I took my armor off. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Who, who's more ripped? Who's more ripped? Uh, do you want to do a perception check? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Here we go. 12. 12? Looking up to Borok and looking down at you, you you know that there's, you know, it's been it's been a few months of heavy drinking, okay? There's a little bloat, but you still think oh. you could hold it. You could still hold it with them, you know? Well, it's, it's, I already took Thoad out. Listen, it's okay? called a perception check for a reason. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's reality. That <laughs> <laughs> that he that that Peter is describing Barack as more ripped than me. Yeah, that's not real. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that you might think that you are more ripped than in reality because it's your perception of yourself. I am more ripped in reality, Perry. As Borok and as as Borok, Griorn, and Wawatetsu seem to all be uh, preoccupied. You notice that a lot of people in the in the encampment are not here, or if they are, they're walking in the same direction as uh, Borok is leading you. You hear once again, and the beat starts getting a little bit more faster and faster as Borok gets closer and closer. Uh, upon exiting the little row of tents that you just came out of, Borok, you see a familiar sight. You've been through this before, and there's no surprise for you now. You see within the circle of of torches, you see Thod standing there, shirtless as well, with the entire Blood Hand tribe surrounded, surrounding the outside of the torch layer. <clears throat> Drums are around every portion of the torches. You see the drummers, and you see Shaman Torva in the back, wailing and carrying a two sage sticks that are burning incense and smoke fills the area. It's almost overwhelming at first, but you know exactly what's coming. I'm going to walk over to Tolva and I'm going to take some of the sage and I'm just going to wash it over my head, my chest and my heart. She holds it. Into the circle. She holds it so you can grab the smoke and you pull it over your side at the top of your head and it, the smoke drifts down off your body and as you walk into the circle it's silent so just gives you a hey 
Let's get this over with. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And as this begins, I need you to roll initiative. Six. Six. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. One of those days, is it? It's going to be one of those days. Uh, okay. At the start, then, you hear just this blood curdling. And Thor Thode immediately charges at you. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. <laughs> One second. Here we go. Sorry, someone was going on with my screen. He meets you and he's going to take a swing at you. 17 to hit. Yeah, it hits. All right. You take, I believe it is just, it's just a flat four damage. All right. Your turn. I'm use my bonus action to Hunter's Markham. On it. And uh, I'm going to. Uh, he's hit me once, lick the blood from my lip, throw a front kick straight right. at his chest. Roll. That is a 15 to hit. That doesn't hit. It glances off the side of him. All right. I'm going to follow up with a right overhand cross. Okay. natural one it is gonna be one of those oh my gosh oh no and like as you try to hit him with that right hand cross it just nicks his chin and he just goes (laughs) and then once again just begins to start to attack you come on now big boy let's go he seems to be a little overconfident because that doesn't hit you completely he rolled an eight just goes right over you all right and then he backs up a bit And just kind of stands in the middle and goes and just kind of gives his hands up and goes, Come on. All right. I will uh, run towards him and try and clench his neck, headbutt him. All right. Roll that, buddy. There we go. 17 to hit, or no, more than that. That is a 17 plus 6, so 23. That's it. That hits. All right. Roll that damage. Oh, it's four. It's four. four five. Plus seven damage seven damage all right okay well i will push him backwards and i'm gonna throw uh uh, a left roundhouse kick to his midsection so you push him back five feet i'm not no i'm just releasing the clinch oh okay okay that is a 16 to hit that hits oh no sorry that doesn't hit that's just shy of it sorry All all right the moment you landed your your kick, uh, sorry, your punch, the the drum started up again, and everyone, there's still there's still no one cheering. There's no there's no uh, sportsmanship. Let's say about this. It's more so just silence. And you see in the torchlight behind you, uh, sorry, to the left of you, you see 
Warchief Dolva just watching over, arms crossed, silent, and uh, Shaman Torva beside him. Uh, at this moment, uh, Thode grabs you by the shoulder and then just brings up his left fist and just begins to, to try and hit you. Uh, 16... Uh, 19? Yeah, that hits. All right. Hits you for a four plus... Sorry, four plus three. So, yeah, you uh, you got hit one, two, three, four... Uh, sorry, seven points. Seven points, all right. Okay, once again, I'm going to just... So, pop, pop. I'm going to throw a left and a right. All right, hit it. Natural 20. Oh, oh crit. So, crit. So four and then another. So 10. So 14 plus. Uh, I get another. I think it's a four. Da- I get relentless. Uh, relentless yeah. crit. So yeah. Four damage, I guess, because there's no dice roll for it. No, it's just four Sorry. damage. Yeah. So four, eight plus 10, so 18 damage. So when Tho decided to grab you by the shoulder, you took your opportunity and you just hit him directly up with an uppercut. You hear his teeth click together and his head snaps back. And then you just another another punch directly to his stomach. And he kind of pulls back and is like, and he just kind of lets off. a, And then he immediately goes well, uh, I guess I got another hit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so that's 18 to hit. That's a what? 18 to hit. That hits. All right. And then Hunter's Mark's only once per turn, I believe. Yeah, I don't think you get it on the bonus. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so just four damage. Okay. Flat four. Once again. 22 damage. All right. You catch him with the uppercut, and then you hit him in the gut. You wind him, and he starts to laugh. And uh, he immediately begins to go and uh, grapple you. So it's strength versus uh, strength uh, check versus saving throw to break out of it. All right. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, let's go. That is a 19. He tries to grapple you. He sails wide and, and kind of moves past you and misses the grapple. And the, but the momentum of him doing that is you can get an opportunity of attack. All right. An opportunity. So you said an opportunity attack? Yeah. Okay. That is 16 plus 6, so I'm assuming that hits. That's good, yeah. So 4 for the opportunity attack. Yep. And then uh, I guess it's my turn now. That's your turn, yeah. So 15 plus 6, so 21, that's going to hit. Yep. Just 5 damage on that one. Okay. And then that's it's 5 plus 6, so... No. I'll uh, just front kick him with that other one. So you hit, you hit him as he turns around to from getting the uh, the kidney punch from the opportunity of attack. He you turn around he he gets a, a foot directly to the chest and just once again like he's starting to look a little a little late um, a little uh, about about to lose consciousness and he all you hear is the drums start to beat much faster and faster and faster as like you see a little bit of. Uh, of, of weakness begin to uh, go across Thode's face and he desperately just swings his right arm out towards you fuck 
Uh, that was only an eight. So he goes to any sails wide, just whoosh, goes out. Your turn. All right. I'm going to. Uh, would you say he's bloody or how would, what would you? He's not bloody. No, not yet. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm just going to go for a, um, a uh, right punch across the face and then a, a knee to his stomach. Okay. Go ahead. That is a no. Sixteen doesn't hit. Nope. That is a natural one. So, oof. So you actually, uh, I need you to do a deck saving throw. Okay. You. Uh, seventeen plus seven, so twenty-four. Twenty-four. As you sail wide on both of those shots, your your momentum takes you, and you almost lose your footing. But you manage to regain yourself, and you move over to the side, and you're uh, you're just a, a adjacent to him now. Uh, and uh, Thode sees this as his chance, and he goes in. Fourteen. Fourteen doesn't hit you, right? Nope. Nope. Once again sails wide now he's getting angry and he he looks like he's like breathing heavily now and he begins to uh he moves a little bit up directly toward just beside you come on man you've been waiting for this for a long time let's go yeah i know that is a 23 or 15 plus 6 21 to hit so that hits so that's six damage He's starting, you see like one of his, you, you, get, you catch him perfectly on the jaw and he, it's almost like his jaw leads in uh, his body kind of moving and he's like, ur, ur, and you see some blood come out from his lip. As that uh, hand connects, the other one wraps up and I square headbutt him as hard as I can uh, with a 25 to hit. That, oh yeah. yeah. Wow. It's another four damage. Oh shit. We, we don't need to help him. The punch moves the jaw, the, 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 his jaw begins to move, and as he, he's about to regain composure, you just bop right in the, in the center of the head, and he, he stumbles back, and he falls prone, and then the drums stop. Warchief Dolva raises his hand, and silence falls across the crowd. I'll put my hands up. I don't know what happened, but I see Barack standing. Are you done? You see the sweaty, bloodied body and even a little bit of a swollen eye already beginning to come over Thode. This hulking figure, like not as the twice the size as you, but considerably bigger. And he kind of shakes his head like in knowledge, just in acknowledgement that, yeah, he's done. Oh, snap. I will uh, help him up. He grasps your hand and picks you up, and Dolva, Warchief Dolva, is there to to greet you and says, What we all witness here today is a passing. As we grow stronger, our ranks need more leaders. Today, we're recognizing Thode as the next thane for the Bloodhand tribe. 
Is there anyone here that objects? Absolute hush falls over the crowd. I'll raise his hand up with mine and start walking around with him. Get everybody cheering. Everyone starts, Whoo! Yeah! Like just starts screaming in the background and people are all excited to see this. Yeah, there's people cheering. The You see uh, the sh- uh, Shaman Torva is walking around behind you carrying a trail of sage and thus the crowd begins to disperse. Thode turns it around and says, Well, I guess you didn't really uh, pull your punches, did you? You know I never was going to. I wouldn't expect it any other way. You want the full fight. Holds his hand out in front of you. I'll, I'll grasp it. Hug him. Thank you for the opportunity. I guess I can't even call you boss anymore, can I? <laughs> nope. You're your own boss now, man. I won't let you down. I know. And he lets go. And he walks off. And th- and uh, Dynasty and Gen flank him and uh, hand him a drink. And they move off. <clears throat> well, that was, that was fun. Good job, Brock. And I'm going to put my hand on him and I'm going to cast uh, Healing Word. Oh, thank you. So, so Barack, even though, even though you won, he still gets he still gets to be Thane. I I don't I don't understand. Yeah, Barry, this is more of a rite of passage. It's to symbolize him growing as a soldier or as a warrior. And he has to to move on, at least take on his uh, his current current leader. So, doesn't matter if he wins or not. Okay showing that he has the wherewithal to to be able to stand with him. Well, cool. Good job. I was worried about there there for a moment. Honestly, I was too. He's one big fucker. Um, it was max 12. Oh, beauty. I am good to go. As Griorn comes by, you see like this that once again the neon green and he grasps you by the hand and pats you on the back and you like, feel that wave of warmth come over you. I quietly sing to him, I will always. That's enough, Barack. Don't get uh, too excited. I was getting all sappy there for a second. I knew it. Such a sensitive one. For the first time in a while, you see Barack's got a big smile on his face and he walks over to whatever booze Errol is probably sitting there and fills up this drinking horn. There you go. Uh, Griorn, you recognize the the orc that is serving the uh, that's serving out the the drinks from the wineskin, uh, and he is now wearing that boar tusk around his neck. Although the necklace is a little bit more tight for him than it was for you, what? it's the almost size like of a my choker. neck is massive. Damn it! Why is everybody always sizes? Not compared to a an orc, there, Bjorn. <laughs> it's like a twig to a tree stump. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're looking beautiful there. I don't. I don't even remember. His, I don't think I got his name. You never got his name. Yeah, I didn't think so. Looking beautiful there, bud. Thank you. 
More wine. You want? You want? Yeah, here. I guess you give. You give free one. Thank you. No, thank, thank you. And he kind of grabs the tusk, and he, he oh, this man, this orc that you're speaking to, always seems like he's some way of intoxication, just like, just muttering to himself as he hands you a, a, a little, flagon of uh, wine. Hey, thank you. Flagon. Wah wah, get in on this while the going's good. Don't have to tell me twice. Hey. Wawa, you get another one too. <laughs> you yeah. get all prepared. Yep. All right. What are we doing now? Drinking. Drinking. Just drinking. <laughs> drinking into the night. All right. Now, night, as night. Do you I want some of that? Nobody offered any to Perry. <laughs> I'm just kind of oh, just here. I can hold it. I swear. <laughs> You, can you hold it or can you tolerate it? Um, All right, well, here you go, Perry. This is what we call a uh, barrel stand. I'm going to hold you by your feet and dunk you in there. You're just <laughs> you can, right? you open oh, no. your mouth oh, and God. try to get yeah, as much as you can. I'm going to hold him by the ankles and I'm dunking <laughs> Whoa! You just immediately get dipped in there. Oh, shit, sorry. Are you... Uh, are you drinking? I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink my way out. <laughs> okay, make a Constitution saving throw. Shit. Okay. Oh, I can hold his own. Uh, that was Constitution saving throw. Twenty-two bad. I got it. Twenty-two. Oh, you, you guys are a little worried because the moment. So uh, the the moment Borok dunked uh, Perry in there, there was there was no movement, and then and then you see you see like a stomach just bloop, 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 and you see the the uh, the wine start to slowly go down. Then you see Perry's mouth, and he's like, <gasps> oh, and it's just completely stained like this purplish color, and he's he's just now he's able to breathe again. Oh, yeah, all right. Oh, Harry! Ah, oh, boy! Oh, I, it's pretty good. That's the good uh, stuff. I think I need to sit down. So I'm back down again. Surprisingly, Perry, you're not feeling too, like, you're, you just feel like you've drank a ton of water. You haven't felt very intoxicated. You're, you're, you're still, like, pulling through it fine. You just feel full. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, that was enough excitement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. Oh, yeah. Everybody's still around, right? Like the whole tribe? Yeah, everyone's uh, kind of party. celebrating right now. You know, the, the fighting pit's been cleared out, but everyone else has gone back to uh, to holding their own and having a party right now. Okay, I would like to go talk to like the shaman, Porva. Porva, yeah, that's her name. Porva. Yeah, of about course. about the dream that I had. Okay, as you uh, make your way through the crowded tribe, everyone has seemed to come back for this uh, for for the ceremony, and uh, you see Shaman Torva. 
talking to Warchief Dolva, and uh, you see Torhild. Uh, you don't really know who Tor- uh, Torhild is, but you know of the name, and it's this hulking Goliath of a woman uh, standing beside Dolva, uh, having a discussion. Hot, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, she she stands. <laughs> She, she I mean, stands like seven foot woman, five. Okay. <laughs> she stands like seven foot five, has dark gray skin oh and shoulder God. length black hair. She has sharp features and uh, cat like brown eyes with a small like scar on her chin. She's she's muscularly lean, um, but she wears like light hide pants uh, close to her legs and a sleeveless tunic to expose her rippling muscles. And uh, she towers over everyone else. You know that Torhild is a Thane and a very high-ranking Thane within the Bloodhand tribe. So I, I, I'm just going to try and talk to Orva. You, you wait a sec for the conversation to, to, uh, to die down and Torva turns around and says, Oh, hello, Wawatesi. What can I do Hello. for you? <laughs> I'm back. Hi, you are. What's what's uh, what's up? Um, you had asked me if anything had changed, and uh, so last night when I was sleeping, I had a dream. I was wondering if you could help me decipher it. Oh, yes, yes. Um, how about we move away from the busyness of where we are right now? Would you, do you want to come back to my tent, please? Of course. And she leads you through the crowd and uh, her tent's kind of secluded off and quiet. Not from when Borok usually bursts in there. Um, <laughs> and, and Perry burst in there, too. <laughs> There's all these little circle. There's a circle of uh, candles lit. And, you know, this is where Shaman uh, Torvad does most of her rituals. And she asks you to sit inside with her and uh, incense begins to start to burn. And she says, now, what what was this you wanted to talk about? Um, I just want to, like, describe the dream. All right. I little things. And as you begin to tell her the story of these 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 figures uh, playing or working in the grass, um, you, you can see this recognition on her face. And it's almost like a, um, a, a proud look to her. And she says, um, it almost looks like the spirits of nature are reaching out to you. Do you know what those creatures are? No. What are they? Oh. Child, those are the Chewinga. Those are sacred spirits that look over all of the land. Did they say anything to you? They didn't say anything to me. They were just working out. They were just working away in the grass. And they came to you in a dream? Yes. Is is that not normal? I mean, it's 
not unheard of, but it, it usually, I'd say in a trance, usually where they come to you, or you see them. See, Chewinga are a type of spirit that are, well, they're mischievous. They like to hide, but they also watch over the balance of things. Well, I don't, I don't fully sleep, right? Like I normally just trance anyways. Right, right. No, it's not like what she means is almost like a ritual, like how she is on purpose searching for them. Yes. Yes. And um, she says, she says to you, uh, and she kind of once again puts her hands like in a in a motion just in front of her, and it's almost like a caring grandmother uh, looking directly at you and says, "Keep an eye open for them. They're all around us." They might tell you something. Now go on, my child. Will they speak in common? <laughs> You'll know when you see them. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'll be on my way. Go on. <laughs> I'm going to walk out of her tent. As you walk out of the tent, the party's still raging. You can see the fires being lit, and a lot of people are showing off, let's say, doing drinking games or, you know, doing handstands and seeing how long they can stand on a handstand while trying to finish a drink. People are clapping. People are cheering. What else is everyone doing? I'm drinking. All right. I'm going to grab a... Playing music. (laughs) I grab a flag and ale and... uh have one for myself and walk over to Thode. Oh, yeah. You see Thode in his... From the walloping you absolutely gave him, his lip is a little bit fat now, but he's still drinking and, and Gen and Danassi are there with him and they're they're sitting around uh, the, the fire and they're just sharing drinks and toasting each other and they look at and they both see you and they all gotta go, hey! Well, big man, you had your shot. Maybe next time you can take me out. <laughs> Here's a drink. Oh, thank you. Next time, I think you're going to be the one who needs the extra drink. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. I'll put my hand on the shoulder and I'll cast Cure Wounds. And uh, D8 plus four. I'm going uh, to walk over while that's happening and put my hand on, on Barack's shoulder and be like, Ah, Thode, how's it feel to lose to the both of us? <laughs> <laughs> so as Borok begins to do his uh, cast his uh, healing, uh, you see like this relaxed look go over Thode's face and then it immediately changed the moment <laughs> Griori comes back and says, How's it to lose to both of us? And then he goes... Uh, I'm not particularly fond of it. <laughs> ah, take it in stride, big man. Here, have some wine. Uh, uh sure, why not? And he takes it, grabs it from you, and just crushes it. That a boy. Danassi goes, looks over at you, and says, "So, boss, what's the uh? Oh, I guess I could still call you a boss, but this guy's my boss now." What are you guys going to do? 
Well, we haven't uh, completely decided that yet. We might go south, southwest, or southeast towards the mountain range, see if we can uh, figure out what the uh, the knolls are doing. And, uh, or we could go towards the towns and see uh, if we can convince Commodon to stop encroaching on our territory with this, uh, I don't know, the sickness or the, uh, uh, that growth, whatever that is, uh, happening in the forest and with the, excuse me, the animals, it might be more, uh, it might be better for us to all work together on this, have them stop their encroachment than it is for us to keep fighting each other. So, uh, honestly, I don't know. Danasi kind of looks up and goes, all I know, it seems impossible to deal with those fucking scales. So best of luck to you. And she just like cheers, cheers is nothing and just takes a drink down. Gen kind of like has a little look of disgust on his face and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you're going to achieve that, but I guess good luck. And if you need help, you could always just ask uh, the big guy over here. Oh, I, I plan on calling on him if I need him. Danassi kind of gets up. Where's that little mustached man? Where is he? I think he's over there by the uh, drinking barrel. Barry, what are you doing? Barry's still just sitting there going, Whoo. Feeling, feeling that wine. So you're, you're grasping the side of the barrel, just trying to catch your breath in a way. <laughs> so Danassi <laughs> sees that in the distance. <laughs> and she. <laughs> She looks over at. Sorry, the image is so good. <laughs> looks over at Borok and goes, and goes. What did you do to him? Well, I might have dunked him in the barrel a couple times. He did drink his fill though, so I was pretty impressed. <laughs> the nasty kind of looks like shocked, and and he held his own. He didn't hold his own. You know, Danassi, if you really want to make his day, over there and talk to him. I guess, I guess he deserves it. And she slowly starts to walk over to you. Uh, Perry, as you're catching your breath, you can see. Say, sorry, first, I just want to yell out. Hey, just uh, be careful with him. I don't know if he's ever the woman before so he yeah. likes being the little spoon and she turns around and she turns around and looks and says I don't know if he'll be getting that lucky tonight and then no but just be nice <laughs> walks up and then Perry as you're catching your breath by the, the wine barrel you see silhouetted in firelight this red haired elf walking towards you and you know it's Danassi and her hair is just curly and wild and out there. You know my type. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Hey, Janassi. Oh, how's, uh, how's it going? She, cr- she crouches down and she puts her hand on your shoulder and says, How you doing, little man? Oh, I, uh, I experienced the Dunkaroo or whatever it was called there. And, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Dunkaroo. Uh, it was... Uh, so- 
to paint an image for you guys. <laughs> She's crouched down face to face with Perry. Perry is also still a little sticky from being dunked in the wine, and he's got like like wine stained lips and teeth right now. Um, and she she kind of she goes, oh, and you held your own. I am impressed. You might be even be able to drink me under the table one day. One day. Not oh. today, though. No, not today. I think, I think I'm right on that edge right now. Oh, but that's that's nice of you to say. Thank you. Oh. Let, let me... I just want to say before we part ways that you are a good traveling partner. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> Thank you. That was... <laughs> that's really nice. So are you. You're great. You're pretty great. And she leans into the side by your ear and says, thanks for saving my ass at that temple. And as she pulls away, she gives you a kiss on the cheek and then walks away. Or he just falls over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did he cast foot. sleep again? <laughs> a little foot twitcher. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Oh, no, he's, he's awake. Uh. <laughs> Someone else as hard as a rock. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it was my axe. I swear. <laughs> All right, Barry, are you are you okay over there? Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. What happened to you, bud? Oh, I'm gonna come over and try to pick him up. You get you yeah. easily, easily pick him up. He's he's but he's like jelly. He's <laughs> just like whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this always what drinking feels like? Oh. Uh, yeah, Finished. if you're doing it right. Oh, he's not even okay. drunk oh. though. <laughs> he's drunk in love. More, uh, more. Oh, Let's more then. And I'm gonna get him some Let's more. Do it. This would be great. Here, drink up. Hey, okay. You ever notice how that barack that barack goes from? Uh, from real salty to real happy real quick. Roll a constitution saving throw with disadvantage, by the way. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, goodness. Uh, this time I rolled a 12. You're fading <laughs> in and out of consciousness right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, stand up. No, that's it. Oh. All You're right. drunk. <laughs> yeah. Wawa, come give me a hand. We're going to have to weaken at Bernie's this. I think I found use of the two. Wawa! (laughs) Yell a little louder. I'm very loud. Ugh. As you yell Wawa, as you yell Wawa at the top of your lungs, like a bunch of people look over and they just see you holding this, what seems to, they don't, they have not probably seen a halfling a lot in their lives this drunk child passed out in your arms and they're like they kind of give you like a huh look and they go back to their drinks and like just shrug it off have you met perry (laughs) (laughs) all right come on they just shrug off a drunk child (laughs) what the hell is this place (laughs) says never (laughs) um yeah, all right. Well, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna take Perry with me and find Wawa and continue our discussions about Barack's Wawa bipolarism. Sorry, Wawa Tessie, and discuss Barack's bipolarisms. So, all right, like Perry, like 
Why? Uh, he went from uh, zero to a hundred real quick. You sling I'm a great adventurer. <laughs> I, I, that, sling, you sling his his arm, and you're you're kind of dragging Perry while you're you're trying to find Wawa Tessie. But just think about all the stories you'll be able to tell your brother when you reach home back at Athersby. I'm gonna tell him I'm the greatest adventurer ever. And that um, would be the truth. So good. As far as I'm concerned, I, I love you, man. I, I love you. I love you too. No, I love man. you. Okay. <laughs> he says, "Okay." You're supposed to say it back. All right. What would I say? What would I say? Now, what would Tessie? What are you doing? And what do you want to do with that? Someone barking out your name. Because I'm off in the distance by myself. So I'm going to go look for the hot chick. <laughs> the hot chick? Yeah, Emil. Uh, em- em- yeah. Em- Emil. 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 Yeah, I'm going to go look mine. for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to keep walking around with Perry screaming out, Well, what's this thing? <laughs> Wow, what does he? This yep. is like more accurate than I want it to be. Party, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, holy man! We hey, we've all been there, right? Um, <laughs> um, well, with Tessie, as you're looking around, you're looking for Emil, and um, she, you see her participating in a bunch of drinking games right now. Uh, it's one of those games where you know you have the dagger. And you're sta- going around the finger, but every time someone nicks their finger, they take a drink. And she's playing with a, a bunch of other people within the tribe. You've seen these people quite a bit before. There are a lot of foragers. And uh, yeah. I would like to join in. All right. Trying, so you sit down. Try, trying to showboat. Okay. So you sit down at the table and you immediately like just plop down, put your hand out, and you take a dagger. And I need you to make a dexterity check. Or, sorry, uh, sleight of hand. Let's do sleight of hand, which I think is dex anyways. Yeah, there's a six. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a six. A snort. It was a, it was a natural two, <laughs> but it's six. So... <laughs> you the, you plop down with the most determination in your eyes and you pull out this little dagger that you found uh, on the side of the bench and you immediately just go bop, bop. You go past the thumb and then immediately into your index finger. You just <laughs> nick yourself and everyone just starts laughing in front of you. And even even Emil, she's looking at you and just starts to laugh. But like in one of those like, oh, and I will take my drink. <laughs> takes a swig. All right, Emil goes. And she makes it one round over for her whole, her whole hand. And then on the way back, she nicks her pinky and goes, Oh, fuck. And then just, like, just takes a drink immediately. Another person goes. Natural 20. They just go bop, 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 back and forth at least oh, three great. or four times before uh, nicking their hands and taking a drink. My turn again? <laughs> yeah, it is. Sorry, sorry. 
Okay, I'll do it again. All right. Ten. Ten. So you make it halfway. Uh, you make it one round around the finger, and on the way back, you nick your uh, pinky as well, and you take a drink. And now I need you to make a con saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Oh. Four. Four. You're starting to feel that drink pretty heavy right now. <laughs> Everybody hey. in the club getting tipsy. Emil, <laughs> Emil goes. She makes it twice without uh, without nicking a finger. Takes a drink and now she's looking pretty drunk. She kind of goes. <clears throat> she stands up and goes. <sighs> All right. Uh, oh, sorry. That's Danassi. Uh, <laughs> which is Perry's. Um, which is Perry's. <laughs> <laughs> he springs to life. That is enough for me tonight. I'm going to be leaving. All right, everyone. Good night. Thanks for the games. <laughs> um, I will ask her if she'd like some company for a walk. Make a persuasion. Seven. Seven. She kind of looks and goes, I think I'll be all right finding my own way to the tent. Oh. But she says it. She says it, though, in a very, like, in a a flirtatious manner. And she walks off. I'm going to take another drink. Drinking her sorrows away. Does she oh. roll again? No, she's she's already drunk. She's good. I'm now, Borok, um, back to you. You're you last left off by the fire. Um, what are you doing now? Well, I'm just going to drink my fill. Uh, party around like with well with the rest of the tribe and enjoy the time I have here. Before we set off again, as you're sitting by the fire, you you're kind of just taking in the atmosphere, and without even looking, you feel someone sit down beside you, and you hear, "So you fucked up the raid, didn't you?" And you turn around. Uh, you turn. You turn and look beside you, and it's uh, Thane Torhild. Well, I hadn't gotten to it yet, but it looks like you finished it for me. Yeah, I can always clean up your messes for you. You could have left them alive. <laughs> this is why you'll never be head Thane. You don't know when to go over that that little line, huh? That human part of you. Well, you know what? That line doesn't need to be crossed every time. There's a line for a reason. Those people were innocent. They were just fucking fishing, for God's sake. It went in there, told me wants their supplies, taking the supplies, and left. 
Yeah, but uh, where's the fun in that, Borok? And you look over and the firelight is kind of illuminating the smile of hers and those cat-like eyes are catching the uh, are catching the firelight and it almost looks like this like this grin is just so evil in a way. It's just relishing in the fact that she was able to take these people down easily. This is a good tribe of people. But I'll tell you one thing. If you ever become head thane, I won't be here. She leans in and she says, Oh, I'm not just going to be head thane. I'll be war chief one day. And she smiles and then just takes her drink and says, Enjoy the party. Hopefully, War Chief Dolpha doesn't get too angry with you when you fail again. Good night. And walks away. <laughs> Rude. Don't let it ruin your night. And I'll stand up and go back. To the <laughs> Are you now. talking to yourself, Bo? I am. <laughs> we all talk to ourselves sometimes. <laughs> You sit by yourself talking by the fire. And I'll, yeah, I'll just get up and uh, try and enjoy the rest of the party with everybody else. All right. As the night goes on, you begin to, you you continue partying. Perry is in and out of consciousness every now and then. Wawa Tessie is drinking her sorrows, being turned down. Griorin is carrying around uh, uh, Perry and the party seems to slowly turn down for the night. Fires are being extinguished. People are going into their tent. Perry, you want some more or are you you done? I'm a great adventurer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you've, you've mentioned that quite a few times. Ah, I'll take that as a as a yes. No, no, no. I have to. I have to read my book tonight. Oh yeah. I could. Use, I could use some water though. Coming up. Perry I could use some water though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good, drunk Perry. Truth. That's a, yeah, that's a good drunk Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will procure him some water. Now, I haven't made a constitution check throughout this whole thing, but I assume I too am drunk, and I made a roll that was a five. Yeah, you're you're tipsy. You're not over. You're not like it's over like Perry. You're, you're you're good at holding it together. Right, you I grew up f- on Nevigwa, you know? That's where I'm from, uh, by the Hiltua <laughs> Volcanoes. Yeah, uh, no, I know. Yeah. 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 I made uh, it up. I, I think I think we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made it up. Uh, I am going to get him some water and get us uh, sorted out for bedtime. I assume we're taking over Wabatesi's tent again. Together. Well, one of y'all can crash in mine if you want. I'm what? sorry for getting don't, so. Uh, don't try to break night. us up. This is a thing now. I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I'll take my, I'll take mine by myself. I no problem with that. I'm gonna stay by the fire again. As everyone starts to bed down for the night, uh, Griorn, Perry, are you? Is one of you taking up the offer to 
crash in Borok's tent or I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna drink some water what do you think Gruerin just if you can just put me in the you can just put me away Put me away. <laughs> Aye, I'll, I'll, and I'll carry him to the bed. Put him in the bed. So you you kind of like out. just pull him into uh, Wawatesi's tent, and he tries to open up the book. You know, newlyweds and do I, that. Carry the other one over. <laughs> I want over you to make a. Um, I want you to make a insight check, but with disadvantage. Who me? No, uh, Perry. Okay. Nine. You try and pick up the book and you're flipping through the pages and you don't even know and the book's upside down and you're just like... (laughs) (laughs) And you fall asleep with the book open like half on your face. Um, You're out for the count. You're done. I'm uh, going to take the, the blanket and kind of tuck him in. And then I'll, I'll put my bedroll on the ground and I'll sleep on the ground. So he, you, you bed down, you take care of him, you, you tuck him in, you yeah. put him on his side to make sure if he ukes, he's going to uke off the side and he's got a little <laughs> bucket there. Um, you bed down for the night, making sure you're not in puke range, but you're good. Uh, Borok, you, is there anything you're going to do before you bed down? Uh, no. No, I'm just gonna kind of go back to my tent, wash myself up. I might have a little wash basin there or something like that, and yeah. uh, quietly sit on the floor and just kind of meditate for a few minutes and ingrain what uh, what is it, what's gone down tonight in my head, and then uh, fall asleep. Yeah, you mosey on back and you take your time and. You feel relaxed and you're ready for whatever happens, regardless of what Torhild says, and you pass out. Wawatesi, the area's cleared out, and you... Is there anything you're doing before bed? Um, I'm just going to be thinking about what Orva said about... Well... Talk in your mic. Sorry, the, <laughs> uh, the Chewinga... Chewinga, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to be sitting by the fire thinking about the Chewinga. You sit by the fire a little bit, just staring into the flames, and you focus thinking on the Chewinga, and you swear that you see these little shadows dancing within the flames. But you rest your head down, still staring at the fire with the Chewinga in your mind. You drift off to sleep. And that is where I think we'll end today's session because we don't want to go over that cliff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, everyone. There you go. That was fun. That was was fun. (laughs) I'm glad that we got Uh, to all get drunk together. Bonding. Except I'm sober on it. That was a good one. Listen, before we go, I want to make sure everybody who is watching and paying attention knows that we do repost all of these programs on youtube.com slash the derpwood. Also, the music that you hear in the background is is up there. It's Creative Commons licensed, so it's free. It's no copyright music made by myself uh, that we keep pumping up there. Uh, so keep checking those out and, and replaying them and sharing them and commenting. Anybody else got anything else to say? Oh, that's it. Uh, 
Yeah. All right. All right. Time. Thank you, everybody, for watching another episode of Dungeons, Dragons, and Dies. Okay. Bye. Bye.